Hello, everyone. Welcome to a fantastic edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Join me, as always, is Mr. Christian Redshaw. I have no adjectives to describe you today, Christian, but how are you? Indescribably good. <laughs> how are you doing? I am doing swell. Let's go with that. I'm very more, more importantly, who do we have as a guest today? Or uh, guests, that that is say. a good question, because I believe today we're kicking off our, our UK tour um, uh, alongside Lee and uh, Fortnum there. So not really sure who the guest is. So it's a Bit of a mystery, but I'm very excited to find out who it is. Let's open up the black box and bring Lee in. Yes, let's go into Pandora. Well, gents, we have another exciting episode today, and uh, joining us is our co-host Lee. And Lee, who do we have on the show today? So we have James Nelson from AppCheck. James, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. Uh, James from AppCheck, based in the UK, uh, channel manager. Uh, been with the company since the beginning. Uh, have a good relationship with uh, Lee and, and the guys. Brilliant. Awesome. You, well, let's get into it, James. We're here to talk about cybersecurity. Generally speaking, in your opinion, why does cybersecurity even matter? Yeah, it's, it's a good question and one that I get asked quite a lot, but the facts are you only have to look at the news pretty much any day of the week and it's a relevant you know thing that's happening not just to organizations but to individuals and it's becoming more and more prevalent so my i've been with working with abject for 7 years and and the, the number of data breaches and 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 how important people's data has become in that space of time and, and how much cybersecurity affects that is, is kind of a, a big reason why it's just so important, not just to organizations, but to every individual. Mm -hmm. It just comes down to the value that an organization places on their data, right? 100%. And, and the reputation. It's not just data, it's reputation as well, because we see it a lot where it, it might not just be the loss of data, but brand reputation and and all the monetary, you know, the monetary fines and all those bits that come with it as well. So at AppCheck, I mean, you guys have an amazing solution to help companies manage their vulnerabilities. So uh, just for just in real layman's terms, what kind of vulnerabilities are we talking about here and why on earth does this even matter to, let's say, executive management or, or a board of a small, medium sized organization? Yeah, absolutely. So without going into it in too much technical detail, but there are different types of, of vulnerabilities out there. And when you're looking at that, you need to think about that as an organization, where is your biggest threats come from? And the types of vulnerabilities that, that actually looks for are ones within an organization's website. So things that could be based within the code of an organization's website. And alongside that is the infrastructure. So things like servers and, and, and firewalls that aren't being kept up to date. So from that perspective, they're, they're the types of vulnerabilities that, that AppCheck are looking for. Gotcha. And are, are, are there... Are there certain um, industry sectors or verticals that you see are more open to uh, understanding their, their current application vulnerabilities or network vulnerabilities? Is it more regulated industries? I'm curious to what, to what you're seeing. Yeah, it's, it's a good question. And the answer is kind of no, not, not really. Obviously, you would anticipate that you know, the financial sector, insurance, e-commerce, things where a lot of business critical day-to-day uh, -day goes through you know externally facing web apps 
is an area where, you know, we see a lot of kind of success and we work with a lot of organizations, but also it's areas like universities, you know, colleges, schools, healthcare, logistics, the, 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 you could, you know, the list could go on and on. It's, it's, it's anybody with an externally facing asset could potentially be somebody who, who, who would be a good person, a good fit to work with, with, with AppCheck really. And I think there's also a misconception in the industry as well that, you know, you, you, you give your website to someone else, they host it, it's secure. It's someone else's problem. Is that, you know, it, that doesn't ring true. I mean, the customer, the yeah, outsourced it, it's someone else's problem, but that's your brand out there. That's your brand on the internet. You know, surely, you, you know, being proactive about it and protecting it, you know, James, what, what are you seeing from out there? You know, we've scanned, scanned a website, it's hosted externally. It's not nothing to do with the customer's, you know, day-to-day infrastructure. What vulnerabilities are out there? Yeah, it's it's it, there's there's so much, and it comes back to the point at the start about brand, like you say, brand reputation, and be, you know, making your organization more secure. Um, and the thing about it is, is if you if you've got a third party looking after maybe your website or infrastructure, how can you be absolutely certain if you're not checking it yourself? That, that 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 there aren't vulnerabilities in there, you know, and the types of things that we see could be something like remote code, ex- remote code execution, SQL injection, cross-site scripting, um, an out-of-date patch on a on a Microsoft server, and these types of things can lead to really serious consequences of you know potentially loss of data you know, manipulation of the way in which your website looks, which can affect re- brand reputation. So there are so many, you know, so many different aspects that it can affect across across the board, really. Yeah, I think one other area as well is that, you know, a company, uh, I'm sure most organizations know what a pen test is. Well, for, for those who don't, it's basically someone that you employ, they, they they run a test against your environment and then they give you a nice long report. Purposely you know, trying to hack a, into a, your yeah, system. Yeah, they try and hack in. They're trying to simulate what these attackers are trying to do. You know, companies are, are investing a lot in that, you know, once a week, once a, um, a year, once every six months pen test. You know, that's that's good for that point in time. But what's capturing it in, you know, the difference on a day-to-day you know, week by week. And I think that's, you know, James, you, you, you plug that gap, don't you? You know, that's where you, you excel, I guess. hundred percent. And, you know, without going into a full kind of sales pitch or anything, but you know, what, what we do is regular testing, testing an organization's websites multiple times throughout the year for those types of vulnerabilities that we just talked about just before and looking at when the environment changes. So the key thing to remember here is that when you update your website, put new products on there, make changes, change the way it looks, every time you do that, you're potentially introducing a new vulnerability. So if you're making making multiple changes to your website on a monthly basis, then how are you checking for those vulnerabilities? And the other area that obviously we haven't touched on yet at all is the fact that there are zero days constantly coming out and been released, you know, there's some really high profile bug bounty programs where people are finding zero days all the time. You know, Microsoft is famous for their bug bounty programs and some of the other, you know, the other the big players. So these are two areas that you've really got to think about. Well, how do I know that I'm not going to get caught out in, in one of these key areas if I'm just doing a test once a year? James, what's a, what's a zero day for those in our audience that don't know? 
What's a yeah, so, so zero day? Uh, it's, most, it's very, very highest level. A zero day is a vulnerability that's never been seen before. So a brand new vulnerability in what we would call a vendor software. So somebody like a Microsoft, an Apple, a big organization, a vulnerability that is released, that comes out, that affects every single um, user of that potential um, application. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. So, uh, you know, if I'm a business owner, right, and we're, you know, hearing you talk, we're hearing uh, the IT team get really excited about managing vulnerabilities and they think it's really cool. Why, why would I think it's cool? I mean, we, we've we never really had cyber issues before. Why is uh, why is properly managing our vulnerabilities proactively even you know something that would be relevant to me versus like let's wait until the situation arises and we have a problem yeah it's the age old, it's the age old argument that we have a lot with you know with customers and stuff it's been proactive over being reactive do you want to be that business owner your brand reputation is in the press your customer data is lost you're getting hit by fines because you are the organization that get got caught out in a hack. That is the reactive approach. And what we see this all the time, where we will have an organization come to us and go, we need your help. We've just been hacked. We've just had a data breach. We've just had X, Y, Z. If you'd have been more proactive to start with, there's no guarantee, but it might have potentially prevented that that attack, that because you've already fixed something that somebody else has exploited. So it's the age-old argument. As a business, as a business owner, as a business leader, you've got to think, well, do I want to wait till this happens or am I going to try and do something about it before it does? And, and, and you know, to your point there, I mean, when you're reactive, it is going to be more expensive. Um, and one of the things I just want to better understand, you know, when, when you're talking about websites, maybe we could differentiate the different levels of risk because let's say a company website is purely informational and it doesn't connect back to any portal or any you know an internal network or what have you how is explain to me the level of risk there versus the level of risk with a website that maybe has a customer portal that launches where which where you can have direct access to customer data uh compared to like i said an informational website yeah absolutely it's a really good point and part of this is understanding as an organization where is your biggest risk and obviously, if you've just got a informational brochure website with very little dynamic content on there, then obviously for you as an organization, your 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 web apps, your websites are going to be less of a risk than potentially other areas where you know internal um, infrastructure scanning or in external infrastructure testing that might be a bigger area of risk and where you would start your security testing rather than testing the website. So it's all about understanding that. To an extent yourself and you know most organizations would then they would have an idea of what our biggest threat potentially comes from this area and and that's where we can then start to help well where do you want to focus your testing is it internal is it external is it web apps is it infrastructure it's it's, it's all about working together with an with a client to understand that and, and make sure they understand where their biggest risk lies as well yeah, and I think it's also about not just understanding where the risks are, but also how to fix them as well. You know, it's a lot of cost in resolving some of these issues. Uh, and I believe, James, you know, uh, within the, the AppCheck solution that you can you know, provide a very, very clear guidance that, you know, 
and a report that actually tells them how to resolve these issues because there's so much complexity so many moving parts you know do you have to go and be a you know web developer to go and fix these issues or are you working with a team you know that can highlight you and highlight the issues and then give you a link to a knowledge base you know for instance yeah yeah exactly exactly that it's i always say when speaking to clients it's not just about understanding where a vulnerability is you know it's all great doing security testing and, and understanding where these risks are and and and, and making sure that, that you know you, you've got good visibility on them but the flip side to that is well you've got to implement a really strong remedial plan and making sure that when you do find something as you alluded to there lee that you can actually fix it and you can do it in a timely fashion and that's something that we try and really help with we have a workflow management system we integrate with ticketing systems to try and get around that problem to really embed it and um, embed it in uh, James, thank you again so much for joining us today. That was absolutely fantastic. I know we're running low on time, but it was really great insight. Thank you from, for joining us and um, enjoy the rest of your evening and um, go Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. Cheers. Cheers, James. Cheers, James. Thank you. Thank you. Christian and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. That was a really, really interesting conversation. That was that was just thrilling. I really enjoyed that. What, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, James and the uh, crew there at AppCheck, obviously they know what they're doing and it's, it's really cool for IT people, but I always think back to why are we doing it? And I think you did a great job of explaining you know, the value of your information as well as your reputation. That's what it comes down to for business a leaders. Absolutely, and it's often hard to um, enumerate an application security application risk and what that means in terms of business risk. But I think James straddled the line quite well there. And I, uh, I do think that our listeners and viewers got some good value there in terms of the underlying risk of uh, uh, vulnerable applications and why it's important to shore them up, for lack of a better term. Completely agree. Looking forward to the next in the series with Lee. Absolutely. Yeah, we're doing our virtual UK tour, even though we're here in Vancouver. But uh, we look forward to next week's episode. Thank you, as always, to our loyal listeners and viewers for joining us each and every week. Uh, please be sure to uh, uh, check back on previous episodes, on, either on your favorite podcasting platform or on the Cybersecurity Matters uh, YouTube page. But until next time, be well, be safe, and thank you again for joining us on another edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Mm -hmm.